Hello and welcome to another episode of Below the Fold. In this episode, it's we've actually got a really cool guest. We've got Paige Watts. Yes. Is that, is that how you want to be introduced? Yes, Paige uh, okay. Watts. All right. People don't think that's my last name. They think my last name's Arminta because <laughs> that's my Instagram so, handle. So where does Arminta come from? Arminta is my middle name oh. and it comes from my fourth great grandmother and she was a Crow Indian. So her that's, name was Arminta cool. Crow. So, oh, her name was Arminta. Yeah, Crow. her name was Arminta. So, uh, what percentage of? Uh, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Probably like point one percent. Like, do you have any the, enough to qualify you to? No. Oh, okay. No. For I any of the benefits. Very unfortunate. Of... <laughs> so Paige is a she's a content creator. She's been in digital marketing for a really long time. She's got a really cool digital marketing pedigree that we'll get into. Uh, Paige, I would love for you to take a couple minutes to talk about yourself, which I know is not something that you're yeah. super comfortable doing. Uh, <laughs> but as a foundational point of this show, uh, I want to, uh, not just me, but everyone wants to know uh, where you come from and, and your experience. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so let's let's start there. Awesome. Okay, so I'll start with the basics. Born and raised in Utah. I moved to LA um, and my mind set was I wanted I love I love fashion so I'm like I'm gonna go out there I'm gonna be a fashion stylist got into the industry worked in it for a year and it just wasn't for me I like styling myself but I don't really like styling other people so what was sorry what was that what was that problem like you moved to LA and yeah. you got a job yeah so where so did I you was, work I was sick of Utah um I'm like I need to get out of this bubble told what my part parents of Utah? uh Salt Lake oh, okay yeah um, which is like the least bubbly. Yeah. I mean, I went to school Utah. out here in Provo and, yeah. and I just decided I needed to kind of gain my own independence. Mm -hmm. And so, um, moved to LA and I was like, I have enough savings. I'm just going to go out there, get an internship, find a job. It was pretty crazy. It was a little rough for the first little while, but yeah, got a job with a fashion stylist and ended up not liking it. And I met some people um, at a church I was going to and they had all just moved to LA and they worked for a company which Scott started, Scott Paul, um, Instafluence. Yeah. Instafluence. Yeah, we talked about Instafluence. Yeah. Got bought by Disney and so um, I interviewed with them and ended up working for Disney doing influencer marketing. So I've been on a brand side of influencer marketing, brand agency, I guess you could say. And, um, and now I do it for myself. So... So you worked with Scott after the acquisition with yeah, Disney? Yeah, so they moved to LA and I got hired on like two months after they moved there. And then the transition happened like maybe six months later and then we were fully Disney. So, gotcha. Yeah. Sweet. That's cool. Yeah. And you're doing Wooly now. So I was, okay, so then after Disney. <laughs> Next after Disney. Yeah, <laughs> after Disney, I have this issue where I'm like, after a, a certain period of time, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm on to the next thing. I feel complacent. And how, how, how long does it take before um, you hit that? Mm, typically like two years, okay. three years. No, um, that's not bad. Recently, like six months. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I moved back to Utah and Scott hired me on at Wooly. And I was doing um, consulting for him for like Purple. Um and then I got a different job for Enzo Rings. Yep. Him and I high. was, mm -hmm, yeah, I was doing their um, content creation, running all their socials, kind of helping with influencer marketing. And I just have always had this itch because I love what I do so much. And I haven't ever had the time to put all of my efforts into my own brand. Um, and after seven months, eight months at Enzo, I was like, okay. I have to do this for myself and I'm single. I don't have kids. So I'm like, now is the time to just give it a go. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But yeah. So I quit my job like two and a half months ago and have been full-time content creator and it's pretty crazy. So I've known, I've noticed that you have an aversion to the word influencer. Yeah. I don't like that word. Can we dig into that a little bit? Yeah. It is, just is makes it me feel a little awkward. I feel like everyone has an influence. And so I don't think there's a special, I don't think influencer is like a special word. Yeah. Um, and I think the persona of an influencer is kind of all 
I don't think it has like the best light on it just because some people have kind of ruined that word. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian and stuff. Is that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know, just people who take like mere selfies and get millions of likes. I mean, that's fine, but you're not influencing like anything cool, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, so yeah, I don't really like the word influencer. So what word do you prefer? I mean, I mean, we've talked content creator, which, which is broad, but it doesn't really capture exactly what, yeah. what you're doing. Um, honestly, I haven't really thought about that. That's okay. Because when people ask me what I do, I just, I say I create content. Yeah. And hopefully that content inspires people to either create something similar or purchase something or I don't know. This was a question that came up with Scott a couple weeks ago, Scott Paul, because uh, he doesn't like the word influencer either. Yeah. But he didn't have one specific word. He had a few that he kept throwing out. Do you remember? Which... What did he say? Like alternatives? Ambassador? Yeah, alter- well, ambassador was one of them. Uh, we talked about it, and now I'm, now I'm having a hard time recalling what, what words we were using because we kept... Because the industry calls it influencer marketing, right? Yeah. So if mm-hmm. if you are in on a digital marketing team and you're working with, you know, and I'll put air quotes around influencers, yeah, it comes as you mentioned earlier with connotations, right? Yeah. You you are paying for this person's influence to sell your products yeah. or your services, um, and, and and I imagine there are different tiers or different categories of influencers, yeah. and we may be, I don't know, maybe we'll be throwing air quotes out this whole episode, but. <laughs> Um, okay. So, so instead of influencer, it's content creator. Uh, honestly, I bet some people love to be categorized as an influencer. I mean, it's cool. It's cool that you can have a, a specific influence over somebody to purchase something or I don't know. Um, I think Scott had the same mentality where he said, everybody has influence Yes. and you, you as a business or, or, a uh, a company can benefit from everybody yes. regardless of how many followers they have yes uh on any of uh, on yeah. any of the scott platforms. and i are on the same page i think just because we've seen it from like a brand agency side where you could pay someone who has three hundred thousand followers to post something about your brand and you could gift someone who has like twenty thousand followers but the twenty thousand follower influencer may sell more than the other one it just depends on their engagement yep um and how involved their followers are. So, I mean, someone yeah. with even like a thousand followers could sell more than someone with a hundred thousand followers. So it's true. I feel like using the word influencer well as well kind of has like an arrogant tone. There's, yeah. a, there's like an amount of air. Cause if you think about the definition of like, if you call yourself an influencer, yeah, you're it's like, I can call you an influencer <laughs> because it's like, I recognize like you influence people, but by you calling yourself like, Oh, I'm an influencer. Like, it's just awkward. It's not like your title. Your title's something else. You could say like, I'm a YouTuber yeah. or I do this. Well, like, and you can't say like, I'm an Instagrammer because that also has like a weird... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and even yeah. YouTubers kind of having that same thing like, oh, do you have, you know, 5.5 million subscribers? Yeah. No. Then you're not a YouTuber. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So sorry. I, but it's like LeBron James being like, I'm an all-star. No, you're a professional basketball player for the NBA. Even though we both know you're an all-star, you don't refer to yourself. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure he probably hasn't ever called himself that. <laughs> so, I, and this is uh, this is not where I want to spend the most uh, mo- most of the time here. Influencer, whatever we want to call it, it's fine. Uh, I know Brandon doesn't. Uh, Paige, do you watch The Bachelorette? Uh, unfortunately, yes, I do. <laughs> no, one fine. of my guilty guilty uh, pleasures. No, it's fine. I, I do too. I'm one of the. I'm. Uh, it, there's a long backstory as to why I do, but I'm. I'm I think we talked about this. Did we? Yeah, we may have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we may have. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me. Of, did you watch this week's episode? Um, I haven't watched oh, it haven't. yet. So okay. Don't... I'm not going to give okay. anything okay. crazy away. But uh, Luke P, who's yes. like the worst person on the planet. Yes. Uh, there's a really crazy scene where he and uh, Hannah are together. And uh, and she's asking him. This is in the preview. So this is giving. Okay. She's asking him, why do all the guys hate you? Okay. This is in all the previews. Why do all the guys <laughs> hate you? His response is not in the preview, but I don't think it ruins anything. Uh, He's trying to explain himself and he's saying, I don't know. I don't know why they don't like me because everywhere I go at home in high school, everywhere I go, everybody loves me. Oh gosh, I have awkward tingles. She was super awkward. Awkward (laughs) So she, uh, that was like the worst response and she calls him out on it. It was, it was great. But that's exactly what it reminds me of is like, some people are okay saying 
everybody loves me. Yeah. And they're comfortable in their own vanity skin. Yeah. Whereas other people are like icky, you know, yes. like I, I, I don't, that's not, that's not why I do this. It's not what I enjoy about this. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, Brandon, you, we've been talking about it. Other people can call out how much people love you, but you should not be the one. Telling yeah, people. no, that's just weird. <laughs> you should not be telling a national audience how much no, everybody loves you. No, poor guy. I do like content creator, though. I feel like that's a good, accurate term. Yeah. That's what you do. You create but, content. But I'm a content creator as well, and I, I'm not in just the same realm. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Different vertical. Uh, but you do more than that. Like... Oh, so I no, do. I'm not like <laughs> you're not hired Excuse at Vivint to create content. Like you also have to manage a team. Like what I'm saying is content. Like here, here's an example. What platforms are you on specifically? Um, Instagram specifically. Yeah. So Instagram, right? Content creator. Like there's YouTube content creator. There's like blog. If you're a blogger, yeah, you're a content blog, creator. You're a content creator. So I, like I'm not trying to come at oh, page yeah, no. and say, oh, content creator come on that's that's too broad let's get more specific i'm just saying saying content creator is not a good way of creating a picture of exactly what page does i guess you could say yeah. entrepreneur which is which same. is which is a tier above uh, <laughs> that's creator. what every unemployed person on the bachelorette is that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an entrepreneur. so that's also getting a bad rap that yeah word. yeah no, yeah that's been the case for a long time okay so you've been doing this for two and a half months yes how Full has time. it been let me tell you, it has been so crazy. It is a hustle. And I don't think people understand. Because um, like we said, Instagram and all of that has like this weird connotation. Yeah. 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 Um, but it is hard work and it's a hustle. But I've loved it because my stress is like my own stress. It's not for somebody else. Um, I've had a lot of time to like focus on me and my brand has actually grown significantly with all of my focus on it so i think it's the right step i don't know how long it's gonna last but so two and a half months in you're, you're you're saying so far so good yeah so far so good i mean i have like big expectations for myself so yeah. it's it's not where i want to be but the, the ball is slowly rolling and i think it's gonna be good yeah, I, th I think if you're doing things right, you should never get to a point where you're satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe that. So, okay. So, um, how do you measure success? Um, so, personally, um, with my content, I measure my success with my content. Obviously, like the growth in numbers and the engagement growing with the growth of followers is very important. It sounds really like shallow and kind of, uh, I don't know what the word is, but numbers matter if you are a content creator because if I have a lot of followers but my engagement is low, brands aren't going to want to pay. Yeah. So to some random person, if I'm like, oh my gosh, my likes on this picture are so low. Yeah, that sounds so pathetic. But it hurts you as a business. So obviously like the growth in the continuous growth in followers um but for me i'm always trying to like one up myself with my content so for me coming up with like new creative ideas is a success for me so what, what's interesting about what you just said you talked about it kind of sounding shallow yeah but if you apply that same principle to any company yeah vivant 90 cent floor dev mountain whatever it's it, nobody attaches shallowness to it when you're talking about how many how many how many likes or followers does Nike have? Yeah, right? it's not it's not shallow. But once you start attaching that to a specific person, and and you've mentioned that that persona being a brand, you're talking about your brand. Yes. Uh, all of a sudden, it it turns into this kind of shallow statement. Yes. Uh, perceived. Yes. I, I don't think it's shallow, but you mentioned that there could be this perception of of being shallow. So uh, when when you talk about your brand, mm -hmm. which is you. Mm -hmm. You have a specific brand and persona that's presented on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Is that persona or that brand different than who you are as a person? No. So, so I have tried to keep my... Um, so, okay. Rewind. I try and be completely upfront and honest. And it's hard to do that within an image. Um, my images are very moody and I don't really like to smile in photos. But I'm like a happy person. So I try and make my captions really funny and witty. And I try and show my personality through my stories or Instagram lives. So 
I personally think that I'm keeping my brand as specific to me as I can mm -hmm. because that's all I know. And if I want my brand to grow, like I want people to like me for me and I'm not trying to put on this like fake act because then you have to keep that up and that's exhausting. So yeah, I think it is a good representation of me, even though my photos are moody and serious, but they're also still kind of fun because I'm coming up with crazy ideas, throwing things, moving things. And then I've recently started posting behind the scenes so people can see that the person in this photo is actually human and how hard it is to create this photo and that they are able to do it as well. So yeah, it's really hard to be personable and real on Instagram, I think. Um, but there are ways to do it and that's my goal because I want people to know me. I'm glad you brought up the behind the scenes. I So I, as, as I've seen you posting, yeah. And adding the behind the scenes, it makes a difference. It does. That's that's like the dimension within Instagram that's been missing. Yes. Where I feel like there are a ton of parody, either accounts or memes, where it shows, you know, what you see on Instagram, and then it, the reality. It shows the reality, but it's a it's a joke. It's a parody. Yeah. Uh, whereas you're almost taking that parody and and making it your own. Yes. So people can't do that to you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been. I mean, it was. If we're being honest, it was a tough decision to like share those secrets um, because we're like, oh, we don't want people to copy. And but at the end of the day, I mean, it doesn't matter. The platform I want to just I want to ins inspire people. So it's well, if, if anything carries over into your kind of content creation that it does in any digital marketing space, you can show and tell people how to do it, how to do it. And no one's ever going to do it. Yeah which is which is what we see you go to any digital marketing conference and they say here's step by step one through five you do these five things and you will get a million people and nobody yeah nobody ends up doing it yeah. so i think you're probably i think you're probably safe so would you consider yourself more extroverted or introverted i feel like i'm an extroverted introvert <laughs> okay what does that mean to you um so i do not have a problem walking into a room and talking to people um but i love to be by myself and I'm a homebody. So when I need to be social, I can be social, but it takes a lot for me to get out and be social. I really, really like to just be in my own home, like in my comfort zone. So is there an element of vulnerability as you're posting these yeah, personal it, images? Honestly, it's a scary thing. I don't think people see it that way, but I am putting myself out there to get hate messages, to get mean comments. Like it's scary. And every day I'm like, okay, do I post this? No, this is bad. Okay, I can't do this. No, I, you know. <laughs> like that's the constant battle. And then I'm like, oh man, am I going to offend someone or is this going to do that? And then I'm like, well, are people going to comment this? Like it is kind of like mentally draining. Well, I am very, very, very extroverted. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel very comfortable and confident with myself, but I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's. It takes, it takes a different type of courage that I don't yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, when I first started, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm posting pictures of just me. But then I'm like, no, this, this is when my mindset changed. I'm like, I don't want to be one of those people that is just posting like these random selfies. And I just don't want that to be my brand. So that's when I was like, you need to get creative, use your creative juices and turn this into art. So it's not necessarily like a picture of me, but like sometimes it's telling a story or I don't know. So that's when I'm like, okay, it's not about me. It's about the cool content. That's interesting. Uh, I'm, just, I'm like going through all your Instagram oh. posts. I was going through earlier, but the behind the scenes must like, how it's soon been, did you start doing um, that? Like a month ago. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I think yeah, it's kind of cool. It's helped me. It's helped my brand a lot. Are you to the point now where you see comments that are negative and you it doesn't really bother you or does it still um, kind of get under your skin sometimes no it's um so i've been very fortunate that i haven't had a ton of negativity on my feed but recently like a week or so ago i had someone um totally just destroy me on their instagram stories and they recorded a lot of my posts and behind the scenes and were saying like really really negative things mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it really went well on her side cause she took them down, but then I am, um, I don't know if she had 
people direct message me, but I had a lot of hate messages. And honestly, even though I'm like, okay, what they're saying is not true. It's fine. But like, it still does not feel good. And it probably mm-hmm. took me a day to like recover. Yeah. That so, makes sense. and like, I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I really don't want to post today because who knows what's going to happen. But it's the name of the game, I guess. So when you see like, this wasn't a direction I was planning on going, but it came to my mind. Like I, I talked to like my nieces and nephews, Yeah. like this younger generation, they look up and they, and they look at this digital world and they say, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to like, be big on Instagram. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the parents who are more our age, they'll, they, they, uh, they want their kids to hold off because they see like, ah, oh, you're not ready. Like my one nephew wants to do video games, like live streaming and mm-hmm. stuff. Like on, a Twitch. Yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff, which now I guess they've changed the uh, rules now. You have to have an adult present for Twitch. Or not Twitch. YouTube, you now, you now have to for oh, live streaming. Wow. Is that true? Yeah, so now on YouTube, I don't know if it's in effect immediately or if it will be, but for live streaming... Up until uh, what age? A mi- I think under 18, there has to uh, there has to be an adult that's like... <laughs> like on screen? Present. Like, or crazy. even if it's... Audio, like, it needs to be... no Like, there needs to be like... It needs to be obvious that there's an adult there, like, on the stream. Which, yeah, there's a funny joke that packs me in. He's like, what's up, YouTube? This is Beth. She's my mom. <laughs> Today, we're going to be playing some Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And Beth just sits there. But I think they're, yeah, they're doing it because there's all the uh, pedophiles and stuff like that oh, that get on gross. there and whatnot. But, and harassing. But yeah, like, I, for someone who's in the game and you're really popular and you get a, a, a decent amount, I'm sure, of, of negativity every now and then, mm-hmm. do you have recommendations for people for younger people who are getting into it do you say i just don't get into it or do you say like is there something that you could go back to day one and and tell yourself to Um, kind of brace for the negativity i would say if you want to get into it i mean i would say you need to be passionate about it if you're in it for the money or the fame or whatever it's not gonna work and if you're passionate about one thing, it may not work either, but um, it is not worth it if you are not passionate about it. And as far as negativity, just brace yourself. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it myself. I'm a very sensitive and emotional person, and I care a lot about what others think. Um, and so that's been probably my hardest part. Mm-hmm. And I try and just brush off the haters and... I have like a group of friends who are also in the industry. I'll like screenshot it and send it to them and be like, oh, and vent to them. Yeah. So I'm not like causing any more negativity on my feed. Um, Do you ever respond? Um, There are times where I respond, but it's just like nice. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't like my stuff, maybe just unfollow me. But I don't, I try not to respond in like a negative or I don't get that, man. I I, like, I, I know that, that people use social media as a mask. Like, it is crazy. Like they can say whatever they want and it's, and it doesn't affect them because they're not seeing how it affects. Yes. Others. And they're hiding behind a screen. I'm like, there's no way you'd say that to my face if I was standing right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't get that, but I don't know if that answered your question. No, that answers it. But I think literally in anything that you do, there's going to be negativity thrown at you and you just got to find a way to cope with it. And if you can't, then don't do it. Like what kind of stuff are they saying? Oh, um, you're making her go through all this. <laughs> well, well, uh, PTSD. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, there's just, just like stuff about my looks or how like um, I'm not self-aware and the content I'm creating is a bunch of BS and oh, you're just throwing food and you're not making a difference and pretty much you suck. So <laughs> don't make it like, and they are like that's and I'm like. And you are just being a bully, so. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. Yeah, and I, I, I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm like getting up on like, <laughs> see, I'm like, this is. This yeah. is cyberbullying. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I feel lucky because it's only been recently. But I cannot imagine what other people are going through because that is not fun. So you mentioned the hustle. Like, where's a lot of the? Where's most of the workload? For you because right your focus pretty much on the instagram mm-hmm. page right and, and there's a lot of work that goes in these photo shoots yes. is it the planning is it the coming up ideas is it the actual shoot that takes most of the time um so th- yes the thing that takes up most of my time is obviously the content 
I try and post six days a week. Like the content meaning ideation, uh, um, organizing where, when, so who. All of it. I don't know if that helps you out, but coming <laughs> up doesn't. with coming up with ideas is crazy. Mm-hmm. It is so like, hard. Like, do you have a list? I do have a list in my phone of so ideas. So you got but a like, list. When I'm driving around and I see something or a building or something. Like, like graffiti a bill, on a wall yeah, or whatever. Yeah, a billboard or something that sparks an idea. I like jot it down in my notes. Right. Because I'm, Why, while you're driving. Yeah, kids, don't follow my example. She dictates. Yeah, use the voice. I say, Siri, you put this in my notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I only... So I shoot with one photographer mainly. Um, and she's a mom. So she doesn't have a ton of time. And so we try and shoot once a week. And I'll try and shoot four or five looks a week. Um, so a lot of these you're shooting same day. Same day. Yeah. Gotcha. And we'll just drive around. And if we don't have ideas and I have the outfits, we'll drive around and be like, oh, that would be cool. Or Wait, I may have missed that. In one day, you're switching outfits and then going. Yeah. So so that makes it easier on your photographer. Yeah, because she just doesn't like have every, time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so we'll try and get... Usually we get like five looks in, but we shoot for six or seven, which is crazy. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So how are you getting like so one thing you mentioned at Mastermind, which is for those listening, she was Mastermind's a conference night in Florida that she was in. Jacob and I were you were there. You were there. You were, yeah, I was there. Mm-hmm. You were two seats away from me. On the other side of the room though. <laughs> uh you mentioned that and Scott brought up you don't do a lot of brand deals. And that's what I'm like I'm like yeah. looking for the brand deals and I'm like having a really hard time. Yeah. So how do you balance that? Because there's that balance of being true to your audience, being quality. Yeah. You don't want to, a lot of you ask what makeup I'm using and yeah. here's this and here's my Amazon affiliate. You don't do that <laughs> yeah. stuff. A lot and, of you ask what my daily yeah, makeup and, routine and is. And you know, no one's asking. They're just like, <laughs> a lot of you are asking because I want to pitch this Amazon product. Swipe up, uh, but you don't do that. So, so how do you balance that, yeah. that business side of like paying the bills and then yeah. also yes. being true to the audience? Um, Her so, savings account. Yeah, right now, my savings account is, has my back. Um, so before I went full time, I had, I was really lucky because I was making money. Um, so I didn't have to take those mm-hmm. opportunities, I guess you could say, collaboration opportunities. Yeah. Um, it has been really hard. So I have a manager who, um, it's like an influencer agency and they help pitch me on different things. And they also manage, I get an email, I loop them in. So they do all the negotiating, mm. which has been really nice. Cause that's what I did for the past five years. And I'm like, okay, cool. Someone else can do that. So I can focus on my content. Um, they have sent through, this is the hardest part for me. They've sent through some collaborations from some really, really cool companies but that aren't exactly aligned with my feed or what I promote. And I've had to say no, mm. even though I need the money. Yeah. Um, I just, my mindset is I have worked so hard on my brand that I'm not going to be, I don't want to say sellout because I need money. I will get a part-time job or another full-time job before I do that. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's not in my future it's not going to happen and yes i will promote products but only stuff that i use or anything that's authentic to me got it so you have done brand deals in the past yeah it's been like clothing i did one for secret deodorant and pantene um shampoo um but when i i look at the creative that the brand wants as far as image and caption and if I have to be like super addy and the product has to be like main focus. I'm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's just not my thing. So I don't know. So how do you kind of work that in? Like with the, with the last deal that you did, cause you're known for like the witty captions yeah. and like, there's kind of like a story behind each photo. Is it just like, Hey, we're taking a break for a moment and talking this, or do you still try to do the witty caption, but integrate? I still try and do the witty caption and integrate. So my manager knows that that's just, that's my thing. And mm-hmm. people, that's why people come to my page. And so when we are in talks with a brand, like that is voiced. And if they're not okay with it, then I'm not going to do it. Is there a dream brand that you'd like love to oh do my gosh, a deal with? so many dream brands. <laughs> Tell me your top one. I'll take care of it for you. Zara. But I don't think they really? do influencer marketing. Oh, we can change that. <laughs> Funny story about Zara. I So I went to Europe. I just told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got back two days ago. And before I left, 
there was a coworker of mine who had who had who went uh I think he went I don't know where he went, but somewhere in Europe. And he got back and he had this really cool shirt on. <gasps> and I was like, dude, where did you get that shirt? He's like, Zara. I was like, What is Zara? This is like three weeks <laughs> ago. I, I didn't know what Zara was. Uh he's like, Oh, it's this um store in Europe. Uh he said it was only in Europe. And then I was like, Oh, well, I'm going to Europe. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> stop by there. And then there was this other guy who who overheard, he's like, Oh, Zara, I love Zara. Yeah, fashion place. I was like, Oh, yes. okay, so it's not just in Europe. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. The one at Fashion Place, they don't have the best selection. And I don't know if it's because we're in Utah. We don't get, like, the best That's the only reason I here. didn't go to the Zara in Europe was because I knew there was one here. Oh, no. That was a big mistake. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll it's go okay, back. okay, online. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Zara, okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll make some phone calls. Do you get hit a lot with hit up like hit up you get hit up it's an abusive industry <laughs> do you get hit up a lot just with brands like wanting to do like i imagine it's every day i mean you have almost seventy thousand followers yeah. yeah my email yeah i get a lot of um emails a lot of dms and you just have someone that does your agency just have those. accents a- accents do they have accents <laughs> Access. Do they just have access to this Gmail account? This list no. Here? So I like to be, I like to be the involved. Yeah. So I'll loop them in. Um, even if it's, I mean, if I'm saying no, then I'll just pass it along and be like, I'm not interested. Yeah. But if I'm interested, then I will introduce myself and say like, thank you. And then I'll loop them in with my manager just so they know that I'm actually involved and I've mm-hmm. seen the email. Yeah. I got it. And what are the, what would you say? I, I would ask like, what are the awful, I think everyone knows what the awful pitches are where it's just <laughs> like, I have this product, please promote it. Yeah. Or we'll pay you X dollars for yeah. this. But what's like, what are some of the good pitches that you've seen where even if you didn't do a deal, it at least got your attention. Like mm-hmm. are there, and, and we, you talked a little bit about this at mastermind along with the rest of the panel. Uh, cause there's, there, there's the big businesses, there's Taco Bell and, mm-hmm. and whatnot who want to do like those huge deals with influencers. But then there's like smaller businesses who want to work with even micro influencers or yeah. influencers are up, up, up and coming. What, what advice do you have to those companies or those, those marketing teams that are reaching out to people like you yeah. uh, to write up a good way to like get their attention and yeah. to work with them? Is it to come up with the idea ahead of time to where it's like, we have this idea, mm-hmm. here it is, or is there a better approach? I think the main thing every brand should focus on is being personable because I get a lot of emails that are very robotic and um, also it just doesn't seem like they know me or my feed or they'll be like, oh, we saw your feed and your line perfectly. Like, will you promote this facial cleanser? I'm like, you clearly didn't look at my feed because I don't do that. Mm -hmm. So I think being personable would be one. And I know you're sending out so many emails a day, but I promise it will be so beneficial um as far as creatives i think the creators like to come up with the ideas i personally don't like being told what to do mm-hmm. on well in general but like on my <laughs> in general too but for my content because that's my thing like yeah. i am the creator so when there is a creative it's hard for me because it just doesn't come off authentic for me yeah so if it's someone who puts a lot of time into their content I wouldn't pitch them an an idea. You can obviously ask if they want help and you can bounce ideas off of each other, but I would let them run with it and trust that they're going to produce something that you're going to like. What what are you going to (laughs) say? Well, so you said that you started going full time two and a half months ago. Mm -hmm. Before two and a half months ago, how long had you been going uh, while also working? Um, so when I moved, so I've had my account up for a while, but I did not take it seriously until I moved back from LA. So I want to say like a year and a half. So a year and a half prior or from mm-hmm. right now? Yeah. Okay. So a year and a half you, cause I remember when you were, uh, when you were presenting at mastermind, yeah. you were at about 40,000 followers. Yeah. So when I went, so that's a year time. and a half, you yeah. go full time and now you're almost double what you were two and a half months ago. Yeah. What's the, what's been the big difference? Um, bots, <laughs> bots. I buy all my followers. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, 
I think just literally putting all of my effort into it. So what was the cadence prior to going full time? What do you mean? Uh, sorry. So you <laughs> said you said that now you're posting about six times a week. Yeah. What was your posting cadence oh. prior? Um, so I was trying to post six times a week, um, but I did not have the content to do so. Would you say that's what it is? Or is it you're now spending more time engaging with other people or with your own followers? Or so I think it's a mix of all of it. I think it's a mix of being present on the app, responding, having time to respond to DMs. I try really hard to respond to every comment that I get on my photos. That's hard. Yeah, it's very time consuming. Um, but also just putting all of my cre creative energy into my brand and not having to think for two separate brands. I think that's been the biggest thing because it's like, oh, well, I want this brand I'm working for to succeed, but I also want that idea for myself. So it, there was just conflict. Um, Have you ever gone back to old images? Oh my gosh, To yes. delete? Oh no, not to delete. I, so like, I think I read an article a couple of weeks ago that was like, if you are, because uh, sometimes people change their brand, yeah, right, which is is fine, mm -hmm. but then they go back and delete delete stuff. the older stuff that doesn't represent their current brand. Yeah. So you're saying that's not something no. I kind of like to go back and see how far I've come. Oh, like here's here's the evolution yeah. of page. I mean, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. My style has changed. My you know my clothing style, my editing style, everything has changed. Yeah. Do you edit your own photos? No. So your photographer mm -hmm. does it. That's good yeah. editing. Yeah. So. And some of some of them are like uh, your recent light bulb picture. Oh yeah. That that was that Jake, had a cord. Shout out to Jake Nakos. Took he the took cord that out. one. Do you guys know Jake? No. Oh. I feel like I've heard I the name. I feel like you would know him. He used to, uh, he was one of the owners of Arvo Watches. He now works at Instasize. Hmm. Yeah. So he like photoshopped some of your stuff? He, so he, that one was actually a photo shoot with Instasize and he shot that image. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But he was nice to edit it to match my feed by like taking the cord out and stuff like what else did oh you yeah but just like the contrasty like moody oh edit. got yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay i got you okay so from from a brand standpoint and we don't have to get into specific numbers uh but if brands want to work with you and you decide to work with them mm -hmm. what what is that contract how is that structured is it is it based on uh performance is it based on just whatever you decide is, is what you feel mm -hmm. comfortable getting paid. H how do you structure that deal? So a lot of people do like affiliate, um, and get paid a percentage, but that's not as of now, that's not really my brand. Um, cause I'm not an addy person. Mm -hmm. So I'm going for like the flat rate. Um, and that's because I have to come up with the ideas. I have to pay a photographer. I have to buy props like, and I don't know how else I would do that. I mean, I could do the affiliate. It's just not my route. Yeah. Um, as of now. Does the affiliate I will do it. feel like, I don't know what the word is, like like anyone can be an affiliate. Yeah. Like, or they're, and they're pitching you in the same thing. So yeah. it's like, really, you're not wanting, like you're just wanting me to be an affiliate. Yeah. Like, do you ever have companies that try to do like a special type of deal? It's like, well, we have an affiliate program. You know, people get these commissions. With you, you'd mm -hmm. be getting this. To try um, to get your attention more. That hasn't happened to me yet, but that's a smart idea. But it's like, are you being honest or are you just saying that? <laughs> I don't know. And so you're not as attractive to... No. The like, do you, do you have negative feelings toward the I, affiliate route? I don't. I just am not a pushy person. So I have a hard time being like, oh, buy this, buy this, 20% off this with yeah. this code, mm -hmm. which is fine. It works. It totally works. And I will do it here and there. Um, if it's something I really believe in, it's something I use or something I really like because then I'm like, okay, people can think I'm being addy, but I really truly care about this product or brand or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I'm more focused on like a flat rate and it includes like a post and a couple Instagram stories. I'll use a swipe up. Um, we give discount rates if they do like more than one post. So is your over, uh, I feel like your goal is bigger than doing brand deals. Like I feel like there's something beyond Instagram that you're kind of building up. Yeah. For. I, 
I don't know exactly what that is, but I would love to create content for brands and not, so not be like a brand ambassador, but like mm-hmm. help them come up with the creative concepts. And I mean, so I don't even of, have yeah. to be in it. Like, mm-hmm. Meaning this is a way for you to build up your resume so that at some point you can say, I'm an expert in this. Yeah. I, you will, you should want to pay me a lot of money to do this on your behalf. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that so much. Um, for Zara. For Zara. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Since being full time, I've had a lot of time to think and I'm like, okay, what is, if Instagram goes away, like what do I want to build that I have to bring me money? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on that right now, but working on like a few courses, um, workshops, obviously, but I don't know what that thing is, but I'm trying to figure out what that thing is. Is there a market campus of influencer marketing out there? Uh, I'm sure there's something like, like influencer marketing courses. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, um, I know yeah. there's, there are people who do it, who like coach you through things. But like an online, almost like a monthly subscription where, where it's a, it's a course and you mm-hmm. take it at your own pace and here's chapter one mm. engagement. Here's chapter two. I'm sure building a have, following. My friend, um, her Instagram handles officially Quigley. I think she has almost 200,000. Um, she has a course kind of like that. I think that it's like a subscription and she sends out things that. What was the people. book that I brought in while Scott was here? Do you remember what I'm talking The Uh, yeah, it's called like something how to get big on Instagram. I don't know. It almost looked like it was a parody book. That's what he thought it was. And we're like, no, it's legit. Uh, and every single page was just like, it's called read this. If you want to be Instagram famous, have you heard that? Sounds like a parody. It does sound like a parody, but it's kind of like if you take what they did was they interviewed the, uh, they interviewed, I think 50 big influencers Mm -hmm. and took those interviews and and grabbed kind of the the bullet pointed best yeah. parts of mm-hmm. what they did to become influential on Instagram and put it into this that's into awesome this book. yeah no I I'm sure there are things out there for me right now just starting basic I get a lot of questions about specific things and so my photographer and I are building out like different courses I guess I wouldn't say courses but um, different yeah, courses, I guess, um, on different subjects that we get asked about all the time. So. Yeah, I, that I feel like that's so my wife is a she's a therapist mm-hmm. and that's like a, a thing that therapists are doing now. Oh, is they're really? they're creating courses, not necessarily to become a therapist. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, well, maybe it is that maybe maybe it is courses on being a therapist. But that's like a, that's like a big thing now. In Made therapy. by people who never actually were able to become a therapist. <laughs> well, no, it's like, like it's like therapists. It's, it's therapists who who. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like I mean, it's exactly what we're talking about. It's yeah. it's they are therapists. And, and even if they're really su- successful, they're thinking, how can I go beyond what I'm currently yeah. doing? Uh, whether that's making more money or becoming more influential. I, I mean, there are uh, it's really interesting if you're not if I'm not a therapist. So if you're not a therapist or if you're not married to a therapist, mm-hmm. you don't really know oh, yeah, the no. therapy world no. and there, and it's pretty close knit. And there are a few really famous influential therapists yeah. in Utah. Fun fact. They're all, so sex therapy is an actual field and, uh, there are only a handful, like less than 10 certified sex therapists in all of Utah. Really? Whereas you can claim to be a sex therapist yeah. and you can go see a sex therapist, air quotes, but they're not certified because uh, it's really Got hard to get, to get certified. And and, and, uh, and there there's a small community yeah. of, of, of those. Uh, and, and that's what they're doing. And I imagine that, I mean, in digital marketing, uh, there are courses everywhere. Yeah. My, my brother just created a course and he's uh, he teaches, he's a, he owns his own law firm. He teaches paralegal courses at UNLV. And he's thinking, how, how can I go further? He's building out an online paralegal court. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, that's the thing to do. Yeah. And maybe it's with the uh, masterclass, which has been really popular mm-hmm. now. And you see all those ads where people are like, I'll build my own masterclass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brigham Dallas. He's making his own. Uh, so Brigham is a friend of ours. He uh, he owns a chain of waxing salons in Arizona. What's it called? Uh, Sugar Me Wax. Okay. Oh, I think you were telling me about this. I, at I, the I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I did. I think I did. Well, he, so he has that business. He owns like three businesses, uh, four single? businesses. He is single. <gasps> mm. 
And he's Me too. oh well, <laughs> he's single, meaning he's not married. But oh, uh, shoot. It, um, uh, I'll 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 connect you guys. Okay. So uh, he so he owns the 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 waxing, and then he was like, "How can I go further?" So he bought his own waxing um, supply company, and now he supplies waxing companies, That's including his own. So he he buys his supplies from his own supply company, and then he's like, How, well, "Now what can I do?" Now he's he's starting an an esthetician school. Uh, wow. Uh, tr- basically, just building onto that. So yeah, the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, well, everyone's building out courses. I wonder where his passion for waxing I'll, no i'll tell you i'll tell he's where, one of my best friends i'll tell you from? i'll tell you uh it didn't come from waxing or anything okay. right? he his passion in fact his main source of income is he owns a ppc company okay so he has clients that pay him to do their ppc and he was doing keyword research and he saw that there was a huge deficit in the number of uh, the demand for waxing than there was people fulfilling that demand cool. so That's all awesome. he saw was a keyword opportunity yeah. uh and and now he has five or six salons in in that in arizona that's awesome well, didn't yeah. he start white labeling a place like there was already an existing salon and he would like he basically create a brand but he would send the people to his website to an existing salon no no he didn't do that he started by renting one room from a plastic surgeon so he didn't have his own building he didn't have anything and except one room and he made the jump from people who get plastic surgery probably are the same type of people yeah. who, uh, hmm. you know, get waxed. And so he rented a space and that was most of his clientele were people coming out of plastic surgery and, and stuff like that. So now, now, I mean, he's not in that room anymore. Now he has his own, I mean, it's all big, but, um, so he has no passion for, That's I, cool, I think though. he does now because I yeah. mean, it's his business, but Keyword research, that that that's where the opportunity come in. Mm. Anyway, all that, all that just to say you should do a course. Oops. Because courses get you RMR, gets you monthly yeah. recurring yeah. revenue. Yeah. Anyway, tangent. Do you ever worry about uh, like you're huge on Instagram? Do you, like, are you are you making efforts? There's the courses, but even just in terms of social diversifying the audience, or is it be, like, your type of content really only works like TikTok? different but like it's it's growing huge in uh, uh, the younger demographic like do you have an opinion on on a network like that or do you look at other networks up and coming like experiment with them um i haven't i've been more so focused on instagram i'm not opposed have you ever thought about doing tiktok because i feel like your brand works because you're not you're not like you're like the instagram model but you don't take yourself too seriously yeah and tiktok I feel like plays well with that because you're kind of just like making fun of yourself on TikTok. Yes. Okay. Let's hear your funny story. Funny story is I literally downloaded TikTok the beginning of this week. (laughs) It's right here. And I was at my friend Kylie's house who also was a content creator. And um, we had been brainstorming business ideas and we're like, we need a break. And she's like, should we make a TikTok? And it was so funny. I actually posted it on my Instagram TV but I agree. It is so funny. And I feel like maybe I should get into it. I don't know anything about TikTok. Did you know Musical.ly? Uh, we've talked about Musical.ly, but I, but I don't know about that. I mean, Musical.ly was more music focused. Is this, is TikTok as well? It's music, but there's also other stuff. I mean, like, TikTok is weird. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure isn't it, it out. Mostly, isn't it mostly big in Asia? I mean, that's like it's where most of its now. market is. It's growing like Scott was talking about it. How? Okay. So, sorry. I still don't tell me when so, you open up TikTok, what, like what, how is it different from other It's platforms? just like a bunch of random videos. There's like people dancing. There's people doing just, it is just random weird stuff. <laughs> but everything has to be like to so a it's certain like Facebook, like song or yeah. a quote or something like that. Right. Yeah. So is it like dub smash? Like what? So let me show you this. Do you know what dub smash is? No. no. It's like you're dubbing like, over. Yeah. Like that's how so you have is. a song playing in the background and then you're like, yeah, dubbing but over then you can it. do whatever you want to it. So you can just do a normal lip sync, but that's not exciting anymore. Cause now everyone's taking it to a new level of craziness or there's like, Oh, I'll, I'll do this quote from Seinfeld and me and her will act out the scene, but then we're going to do our own creative yes. spin on it. I kind of feel like it's the new vine. Yeah. I it, wish, I don't know why vine. I was going to ask Scott about that. Like, I'm still just... Why did Vine die? Why did Vine die? 
know. Like, I still watch Vine highlights on YouTube. It's like, it's so sad that I have to go to YouTube yeah. to, like, watch Vine, Vine highlights. Yeah. I know he's working on, the guy is working on, like, a Vine 2, but it hasn't come out yet. But I just, I don't know why Twitter killed that. Anyway, rant over. Twitter's lame. Twitter should have killed Twitter and kept yeah. Vine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. That Paige, is. you follow... 573 people uh-huh. how do you determine who you follow um so i follow people i know obviously and then people who inspire me or clothing that i love or i, I haven't checked if you follow me yet <gasps> oh, i'm just kidding shoot. i'm not Awkward. you need to become so big that you only follow people who pay you to follow them so it's like a small oh gosh, number like another five way people to make money yeah it's like it's you like, want me to follow you then you'll see five hundred dollars yeah who you follow you remember when kfc did that weird follow campaign where they only followed the five ingredients i think they still do <laughs> what and, and the first person uh, that recognized that publicly i don't remember what it was but it was yeah. They only they only followed random people whose like last name was like Paprika or. Well, they followed the Spice Girls. They follow eleven people, and I think. And they gave some reward to the guy who first noticed what they did. Anyway, yeah, uh, we're actually like that. pretty we, smart. Uh, we're at the point where we need to transition to okay. digital marketing roulette, which uh, is fun. Oh, it's I'm a nervous. fun. <laughs> don't be nervous. <laughs> I, I will say this. This is this is uh, uh, these. I want these questions, Brandon. This is for, I mean, if you can, oh, you already oh, rolled the ball. Sorry. Let me grab that. <laughs> Bring it over here. Uh, you can tell that we're not as, we don't care as much about our, our brand as uh, other people may. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I, so typically these questions are like, I mean, they're random questions like, you know, if you could only be, if you could only have five apps on your phone, what five apps would they be? Okay. Like things like that. Okay. Um, if you can come up with some in this, in this exact moment, fine. But I want these to be more like, I want to get inside the person's head a little bit more. Okay. Like I want, I want them to feel uncomfortable. Oh no, I hate feeling uncomfortable. Well, she's already, she already feels uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, so let's ro- let's roll it. We'll stick with whatever questions you have right now, but that's that's preface for Next future time. episodes. Yeah, so okay, uh, I'll do my best here. We'll see what it lands on because yeah, right. I don't control right. the the questions here. <laughs> well, you're the one who comes up with the questions. <laughs> well, that's but then the ball determines what is rolled. Holy cow! I just noticed, Paige, that uh, Vivint Smart Home follows you. Is that you? No, I don't. I don't manage oh. the the Instagram. Sweet. Um. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what did it land on? Number seven. Oh. Lucky number seven. All right. Seven is actually not my lucky number, so I'm nervous for this one. So this one's gonna make you sweat because oh, no. you've answered this before, and so I want to see if you have the same answer. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Is, Did she answer in this episode? You answered this. In, so the question is your favorite Instagram account to follow. Okay. Well, no, wait. Sorry. When did she answer this the first time? Hold on. Time? This is, I, I totally screwed this up. This is two separate things. So at Mastermind, mm-hmm. you were asked, what's your favorite brand to follow? Okay. Do you remember your answer? I do. What was Stance. your answer? It was Stance. Okay. That was my question. I just want to throw that in there because... The question was I'm sweating. your favorite. <laughs> so this isn't going to make you sweat because okay, good. we're, we're going to show the behind the scenes of this <laughs> <I'm> like, episode. <laughs> your favorite Instagram account to follow that you feel is underrated. So it doesn't have to be a brand. It could be a person like oh. someone that you just stance like, excluded stance excluded. Like, actually, actually, before we move on, because I do have something to say about stance. Okay, real quick, it. because I don't I don't follow stance. First of all, I'm not I mean, I'm Instagram is the the platform that I'm on the most. Yeah. Uh, I have a private account. It's like, it's most, I don't follow that many people. I don't have that many followers. It's not like, it's just like whatever, but stance shows up in my, um, ads, ads which is fine. Cause I, I like stance, but they just, their recent ad campaign was literally one of the worst I've ever seen in my really? whole life. They were giving away free socks Okay. with the purchase of like if you, I, I don't remember the exact thing, buy, buy, buy a pair and get a pair free, okay. I think is what it was. Um, but they were the worst socks. Like their, their free socks were like here or buy these really expensive socks. And then we'll give you these really, really crappy ones. Oh, no. I, I, I'm actually forgetting all the details, but like every comment on, on, on this was, was like negative. It was every single one. Shoot. 
which uh, is sad because I really like Stance. But that ad campaign made me think, oh, man, these guys yeah. are kind of like and then it kept going like the comments didn't affect mm. it. They were like, ah, screw you guys. I'm going to keep going. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so that, that's the Stance. Uh, I don't follow them. So they probably have different stuff yeah. in, the, in their organic I, feed. But their I ad think, campaign was yeah, terrible. I like some of their um, their creative concepts are really cool. So I think from a creative standpoint, I really like them. I follow one brand and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Nixon. Oh, mm. you don't follow 97 floor. I'm going to look up. Oh, I do. Yeah, you're I'm right. Putting out some good content. No, you're right. Okay. I do. I do follow 97 floor. Thank you. Uh, but why, that's, why that's Nixon? a pity follow. Uh, I've, I, uh, I love their, uh, their products. Mm -hmm. So I've been a Nixon. I named my son Nixon oh, after, cool. after the brand. Um, I don't know. I've, at that point, I feel like it's an obligation. If you name your kid after the brand, you have to follow them yeah. on Instagram. Fair enough. I don't even really like what they put out, actually. <laughs> I just like the brand. Well, it's mostly it's surfing like stuff, and I don't, I'm not like, I'm not a surfing guy. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, so who's the underrated so account? The underrated uh, Instagram your account. Your favorite that you feel is underrated. You're like, man, more people need to follow this account. It could be a person that you know, um, it could be a company that's just killing it, but they're tiny. But it can't be an obvious one. Like while she's I love thinking Jimmy about Fallon. it, what do you think? So my favorite. I thought about this question. Obviously, I hope you would. As I wrote it, Pablo Rochat. Have you ever heard of him? No. He's an artist. No. Uh, it's just Pablo dot Rochat, like R O Chat, and he just comes up with the most creative things. Like, and he like utilizes the Instagram space uh, in some of his things. So I don't know. Like I. He's really good if you're like looking <laughs> is, to get like. This is weird. It's weird. He has like a, almost 200,000 followers. He's like an art director. Um, I guess I think he like does freelance stuff, but yeah, he just like I don't know if he just like smokes smokes weed all day, and then he gets these insane ideas. Um, but he just like comes up with these weird ways to like utilize Instagram. Like he has like right now it's like this little goat or a yam. What do you call llama? This? Llama. So like. Then in his posts, it'll be like the neck of the llama or one time it was just like a faucet and it was dripping down. I don't, he just comes up with really cool stuff. So if you're like looking for like unique ways to utilize yeah. Instagram more, uh, he's, he's, he's awesome. So that's my favorite. And I feel like 194,000, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But how's this guy not have a million? Because yeah. he, he he's only been around for three weeks. Is that really? He's no, I'm more just three weeks. That's a hard question. I feel like I follow quite a few people who I've connected with who have amazing, amazing stuff. Um, but one came to mind. His name's Tommy. Tommy Lundberg. And I met him once in L.A. when I lived there. And um, I'm looking him up. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lundberg. Lundberg, yeah. So he does photography, but he also does really, really cool videos. There are a ton of Tommy Lundbergs. Oh, um, so it looks one? like, yeah. So he's done some Lundberg. videos for like Coachella and some music, uh, like award shows and stuff. But it's stuff like this, where it's like stop motion. That's cool. That is cool. So it's like really good. Represent It represents the brand really well, but it's so creative. Yeah, I like that. So is that something that HP hired him yeah. to to do? Yeah, for Coachella. And like that yeah, would take a ton of work. You're right. I, and he, I mean, he only has 48,000. Yeah. I say only. I mean, that's a lot, but. Well, he should have. Fall. He just got one more. But but that's yes. a, I mean, that's that's a perfect, that's a perfect answer where it's like, yes, he creates really great content, but does not have yeah. as many followers as, as you he think should. he would. Yeah. So. Tommy fine. Lundberg. All yeah. one word. All. That's how you find them. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll spin the wheel for the uh, next question. Yep. Last question. Yeah, I like, I like a lot. Yeah, this is cool. He's awesome. All right. Man, I have two good ones that I wanted to ask. Well, if, if we blow through the first one, <laughs> we won't even spin for the second. We'll just have you ask it. All right. If you were, uh, that was number uh, 30, by the way. If you were completely restricted, I don't know why, people don't care about that number. If you were completely <laughs> restricted from using the internet, what job would you want to be doing right now? Ooh. So the internet exists. 
Jacob uses the internet. I use it, but you're restricted from it. So you got to find a way to make a living that doesn't involve you using the internet. Um, I'd probably go like the health and fitness route. So I'm really, really into boxing. Boxing? Uh, yeah. Like kickboxing or? Like, no, like normal, like, like normal boxing. Um, I just watched Creed 2 on the plane. Oh, amazing. I cried at least three times. <laughs> oh, no. I do you, did. Do you follow professional boxing or do you um, just like the sport? No, I just like the sport. I mean, I'll watch fights, mm-hmm. but I don't know much about it. Yeah. But it is the best workout. And I feel like for like mentally, physically, it's just really awesome. So I, I don't feel know. like there are a lot of opportunities for your Instagram. I don't see a lot of boxing on yeah, there. Yeah, I'm on working boxing. on it. I'm going to start adding fitness and sport into my feed. Um, but yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably go that route. I like it. How about I, you, Jacob? Uh, this is really easy for me. I'd be a gentleman rancher. Nice. A gentleman rancher. Yep. Like, like Dr. Phil sends troubled kids to the ranch kind <laughs> no, of thing. No, no, no. <laughs> No, that does not interest me at all. So I, I have this weird fixation on the Wild West mm-hmm. where if all my imagination that goes into time travel is always me living in the Wild West. Like I've got my horse and I have a huge ranch with cows and, and I'm just like out. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to do the physical labor, mm. right? I don't want to be digging the post holes and I don't want to be driving the cattle and I don't want to be, you know, feeding the pigs. I want to own it all and I want to pay other people to handle it, which is what that's the gentleman mm. rancher. So I'm not a rancher. Those are the people who do all the work. A gentleman rancher is a rich guy who, who pays, pays other people. people, but I, I live there and yes. like, I, so I have like a ranch hand who, who, who handles everything. Yes. Hmm. But, oh, I, I have a cousin. In fact, underrated Instagram. My cousin is a cowboy. Okay. Uh, and when I say cowboy, I mean legit he, uh, well, right now he's in, he just graduated law school, but before he went to law school, he worked, uh, on a ranch driving cattle. So if you imagine just like any movie where you have a cowboy who's sleeping on the dirt with his pad and his hat over his eyes and his horse That's him. tied up, you know, <laughs> 10 feet away, that was him. And his Instagram was full of just straight cowboy stuff. Hmm. That's, that's like him living, living my dream except he was doing all the work he wants. It's a federal offense to capture wild Mustangs in Idaho. He lives in Idaho and he did when, I mean, this is like 10 plus years ago. He caught a wild Mustang and broke it and trained it himself. And, uh, he did that for a living for a long time he was a horse trainer. Anyway, hmm. gentleman rancher, Brandon, what would you do? I, this is a miserable question for me because miserable. I, I'm like addicted to the internet. So I'd probably <laughs> just, move far away into a remote area and just like chop wood and kill my own dinner. So I won't have to have a job Oh wow! <laughs> that way. I don't have to like see other people enjoy the internet. I'll just be miserable. So I'll just go in the world. Oh, woods. you're saying the internet exists, but internet you can't exists. use it. I can't use it. It's like, I just oh. don't want to be around a society that has internet. I'll just go remote under the, my kids will hate me. You'd be so miserable. I probably would. Yeah. You can't come up with something that, that would make you happy. I mean, maybe I'd lose a ton of weight and become a professional runner, but even though my years are <laughs> my years are limited, and that's unlikely. So I'd probably just be screwed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, real quickly, throw out your last question. If you could live in any sitcom or TV show, what would that be? You oh. live inside that world. Mine's Seinfeld. Why? Ooh. Funny characters, old school New York. Just so it seems a, like a, a sitcom. Cr- yeah. Which is not like a normal TV, sh- like it's a specific t- kind of TV show. I can't just say a TV show. Like like House of Cards or like something? Like Lost. I said TV show. Oh, you did? Okay. But. Oh, man, that's a hard one. What was, are you going to say Lost? No, I don't know why that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a miserable world to live in. I mean, it's Hawaii. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Filming location is Hawaii, but. Mine would. I prob- thought this would be an easy one. Mine would one. be Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's hilarious! That would be your answer. Uh, I I started watching The Bachelor with Ari season last year. I'd never seen it before. Oh, I liked Ari season. Everyone hated it, but that was my first like first Experience. time watching. I liked it. I watched Becca's season. I liked that. Every season got better. Bachelor in Paradise, I thought was going to be lame, was so awesome. 
just a hot mess. Uh, anyway, so I'm looking for I'm looking forward to this year's uh, yeah. Paradise, and I guarantee Luke P is going to be there. Yeah, oh for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> Paige, have... Paige, you want to start a Bachelor uh, podcast with me? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, there are probably too many of those out there. Um, my show would probably be. This is a really weird show. But have you guys seen Riverdale? No, I haven't. Uh, everyone around That's me That's on has. the CW, I mean, right? it's a sketchy, like, there's a lot that goes on. I don't even know what it's about. And it's, like, not the most light, positive show. But I just really love everyone in it. So I'd probably be in that. I've had I, several people tell me I need to watch Riverdale. It's pretty like, good. Doesn't look like it's for me. It gets weird, but it's, it's awesome. You're saying it's dark? Not. Then my wife will like it. Yeah, She's there's just weird things lately. in it. It's not like this cute rom-com that, I don't know. There's like romance. There's, because Archie, it's like a, based off of a comic. I don't mm. know what the comic is. Um, but, Me neither. Yeah, I'm going to change mine to Westworld. Westworld. Oh. Or maybe Gossip Girl. You guys just took some just big the left turns there. <laughs> second choices. Well, there was my, that was my second question there. Okay. So. All right, Riverdale. Uh, Paige, thank you so much yeah. for coming on. This is this was really me. fun. That's a fun conversation. Uh, we uh, we just recently, uh, really with Scott. Kind of, do you know uh, AJ Wilcox? Um, I believe I've met AJ. So he's he's the LinkedIn guy. Okay. Uh, we've talked a little bit about influencing with him because he just recently has become a really kind of big in, uh, Instagram influencer. Oh, in- uh, Instagram influencer. No, I you say said, I, you mean LinkedIn. Yeah, sorry, LinkedIn. Oh, okay. Yeah, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I say influencer. It's it, his is a different. I mean, yeah, he's big on Instagram, but he's more influential in this space yeah, of like using s- like how like business how businesses yeah, should use Instagram like and the ads and stuff like and, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but that was he just came on he he came on I don't know three or four weeks ago. Uh, it was the third time he's been on. Awesome. And that was really the first time we started talking about influencer marketing. Yeah. Really. And then we had Scott on and now we have, so we almost are having this like, I don't know, this month long influencer edition. Uh, And it's been really fun. This is the first time we've had someone who is really on the influencer side rather than on the business side. Yeah. Super insightful, uh, fun, uh, fun conversation. Uh, you've been fun to, to have on nothing to, to have been nervous about. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you've enjoyed this episode, we invite you to leave a positive review on iTunes or any other podcasting platform that you're listening on. Uh, if you are a, a troll or just want to leave negative comments, we invite you to um, go to Paige's Instagram. Oh my gosh. It's uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can, you can reach out. Our email is inbound at below the We invite anyone to, uh, reach out with uh, if you have someone that you'd like to see as a guest or if you have topic ideas or just uh, want to tell us how awesome we are so that we don't have to say that about ourselves uh, we invite that in fact just within the last I feel seven to ten days we've had kind of a higher influx of people reaching out which has been pretty fun Uh, and that's it until next week we'll catch you below the fold peace bye